Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Brett Stewart, the fullback. Monaghan, grubbering, chasing through his benches. There's the record. Now listen. He now claims it on his own. And Menzies has 147 tries, the most ever by a forward. Imagine the Beaver putting one over here now. The boy from Narrabeen, who debuted in 93. Now, it's come from Alford to Beaver. He got it away for Robertson. He got it back for the Beaver. Well, one of the uh, one of the best back rowers I've ever seen in my uh, time in rugby league. Um, obviously, growing up watching the sport and, and now being involved in the media, um, is a bloke by the name of Steve Menzies, a manly legend through and through. Played a stack of games for New South Wales and I'm sure won a few series as well. And played for the Kangaroos on 13 occasions. In in totally played 280 games for Manly. If you include Northern Eagles. That goes up to, I think I'm right in saying, 349. And now, to talk about the longevity of this bloke, if you include his games overseas playing in the Super League, a whopping 477 games. I thought I'd track him down. A mate of mine, actually, who coaches uh, my young boy, uh, plays touch football with uh, Beaver Menzies and tells me he's looking as fit as a fiddle and could probably still play the game. Welcome to the program, Steve Menzies. Thanks for joining us, bud. Cheers, Chris. Thanks for having me. Now, listen, you are still in very good shape by all reports. How's the body? And do you think you could pull the boots on if required by Desi? Uh, look, the, the physical shape is, is okay. I do a little bit of training, not too much. Uh, I do play a bit of touch footy, which is which is always good fun. A bit uh, better for the body than the tackle. And if Desi give me the call, I would need... <laughs> a season to train to get ready to do what they do. They're, they're machines these days. They're, they're different physiques. They're different athletes. It's, it's come so far. Well, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll take that as the door is left slightly ajar for a Steve Menzies oh, comeback. We'll yes, read that in the press tomorrow. Means, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just on that, mate, on that, the game's changed so much, hasn't it, since you retired and, um, and I'll come back to you, to your, phys- your physique as well, and and, and your your um, fitness. But the game has changed so much, and and even more so this year. And uh, obviously, you know, front and center of all the headlines is currently the the head crackdown, HIA. You were one of the forwards, and not many of them in your day, uh, and still the majority don't these days wore headgear. Do do you recall having having many concussions or, or, or knockouts in your day? I think I was knocked out twice. Um, yeah, obviously there's you know, many tackles and stuff, but uh, only sort of can cast twice throughout the you know, 20 years of playing, so that that's not too bad. Uh, if we can always have ways of reducing that, that that's always better. But um, yeah, the headgear uh, uh, probably helped a lot of the times when you get ahead 
if it's on the jaw region, maybe not, but around the head, yeah, definitely. Mm. What do you make of, of uh, you know, there's some players coming out, and I heard Andrew Johns, he's been quite vocal, saying, look, you, you're running the risk of, of really ruining the, what the, the game is about, the gladiatorial nature and the, the collisions. And then on the other side of the coin, we know where the NRL is going with this, and they are, they are trying to look after player welfare. They're also trying to guard themselves to a, you know, a potential legal case down the track. How does it all sit with you? Look, it's... It's one of those things that look, no one likes to see people getting concussed or knocked out or anything, and, and sometimes it's poor technique from the defender, and um, sometimes it's it's a uh, you know a swinging arm, and sometimes it's an accident. So we need to really be focused on what we're trying to achieve. It's you know they're big, they're athletic, they're running fast. There's going to be collisions. We need to stop the. Um, the errors in defence, where if it's if it's um, um, a misjudge or a swinging arm or something that's not intent but it's a reckless, if something's reckless, then yeah, I get that. We need to say, well, you need to work on your tapering technique. Your arms out from the body, or it's a bit swinging. You've hit the head, then that should be penalised. But it's 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 really tough to eradicate when someone's doing a low down shoulder tackle and someone falls into it, mm. it, it that's that's not a reckless that's i don't think that is reckless you know that's mm. an accident we don't like seeing it but it's it's really hard to to penalize someone for good technique and if yeah a, a, where it would be a, a ribs tackle mm. that ends up hitting someone's um in the in the head and they get 10 minutes to score the other team scores two tries mm. uh, I, I don't know how you can rule can get that out of the game because that's good tackle technique. When your arm's a bit swinging and someone falls into that, yeah, you're Fair swinging enough. your arm. That's that's poor technique, but it, it's really hard at this high speed. Um, so it's mm. we, we've sort of pushed it to, to one end of the spectrum. We need to sort of just uh, bring it back to what are we trying to rule out of the game? Concussions, yeah, no one wants to see that, but it's. You know, you say, okay, well, everyone has to wear headgear. That's going to lead to concussions. <laughs> but, you know, so it, it's there's a lot of factors we we need to see. It's you know, poor tackle technique. Yeah, that you need to adjust it. That's your fault when it's an accident and it's not your fault. Um, do we need to still penalise those people because it's an accident? Mm. So if someone goes in and gets the head on the wrong side, my hip hits your head. It's a good low tackle. There's no penalty. You know, that's a concussion that mm. is poor technique and we don't want to see it, but it's, it's, it's an accident. So we just need to be, I think, you know, just wary of what we're, what we're trying to do, but it's, it's, we it definitely needs to be looked at uh, as in the NRL has got the right idea. This is what we need to stop. We want to minimize this as much as possible. Yeah. Um, but it, it, look, it's, I get the feeling. I get the feeling. I get the feeling. What you're saying is, is you're all for it. You understand where they're coming from, but maybe they just need to tweak it a little bit, huh? Well, if, if it's an accident, it's an accident. If, yes. if it's poor technique and your arms out from the body, that's reckless. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's sometimes if it's so, we just need to judge what's what's reckless and what's an accident. We, I, I think. Mm. Mate, what what are you doing these days with with Manly? You still got an active role with the club, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do uh, an ambassador role, so it's we go you know, just with not with coaching or anything, mm. just with sponsors and events, and um, yeah, go to game days and stuff. But 
Uh, other than that, I'm a full-time mortgage broker, so I work every day, but still have an involvement in, in, with New South Wales Rugby League, do a similar thing. And um, Look, I, I love having involvement with sponsors and, and still being active, active in the game, but not... Um, Coaches, you're going to be crazy to get coached. That's not me. <laughs> well, talking of talking of coaches and former coaches, and and obviously we all know how um, how influential Bobby Fulton was on, on you as a player and and your career, and and I'm pretty sure he brought you to the club, didn't he? And you can probably tell us um, that story. So it must have been difficult, you know, for you last week when you when you heard that Bobby had passed. I know you went to the um, St Mary's Cathedral yesterday for the memorial service, and I can only imagine that again, would have been difficult. Um, he was a pretty great man, wasn't he? And I know he had a, a big role in not just your football career, but uh, your life as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he had an involvement. I was a local junior at Manly, and he had, he had an involvement through the juniors a little bit when I was sort of coming through. And um, you know, I had an offer to go to North Sydney when I was 19. And he sort of found out about it and said, no, nah, we want Sonia. Come and see me tomorrow. And I, I signed for three years at the Seagulls and, and, and never left. So it's, um, he was my first grade coach when I, when I first came into first grade. He gave me an opportunity, uh, you know, and I sort of said a few times he allowed me to become the player and mm. that was inside me that you don't really realise. And he wasn't, you need to do this many hit-ups and you need to, mm. you know, he really allowed players to, he saw what they could do and what potential they had and, you know, allowed them through his game plans and through the way he spoke to you and, um, yeah, to evolve and become the player you did, and I'm sure that's uh, across the board. With, you know, hundreds and hundreds of players over the years, you know, over the years that um, that he has made a better player because of the coach he was, and um, yeah, he, he's so influential in my career, the greatest influence in my career. Mm. He, uh, you won your first premiership with Manly in '96. So Bozo was in charge of that one, wasn't he? Uh, you beat beat St George. Yep. Uh, 20 points to eight in that decider. I think you might have scored a try as well. Who uh, you obviously were coached by some other some other great coaches too uh, through through New South Wales and and Bozo I imagine would have coached you for the Kangaroos as well. Yes. Yeah, he was. Um, he, he took me down the first, uh, last Kangaroo tour in '94. Um, um, he coached me '95 uh, World Cup. We went over and um, we were sort of a Super League players and we're a bit under strength and he. Um, we, we won the World Cup and uh, sort of had me for a few years after that to piece of the different tests. Um, you know, you know, so lucky to be coached by, you know, obviously Desi Hazard was a great coach at, at mm. Manor, had Phil Gould um, at New South Wales, Tom Rudonicus, you know, all these uh, amazing coaches, different styles, different techniques. Um, but yeah, very um, bozo People ask who was the greatest you've ever been coached by, and I always say, yeah, it's Bozo. That's a big rap. I only knew him. I knew him reasonably well through my time, you know, in radio, working with him from time to time. And uh, he had a real larrikin streak in him, which everyone sort of loved. His dry sense of humour. Did he? Was he like that in the changing rooms? Did he? Was he have the ability to lighten things up, or was he Mister Serious? No, no, no. That was one of his great strengths. He used that to. to use humour and that larrikinism that you that talk mm. about to um, to bond the team together, whether it be for, for Manly or whether it be for, for the Australian teams he coached. That was one of his great talents of, of, um, of, of getting a bit of humour in in the change rooms or in, in the, you know, and 
uh, on the paddock or on the field, or he'd have a, yeah, a, a dig at someone, and we'd have a laugh. And he really used that um, as as part of his. How do we how do we bring these boys together, bond as a team, and want to play for each other? Um, yeah, and humour um, yeah, is a great way to do that. We all have a laugh. You get closer. You bond because of it. And when you go on the field, that that closeness that you have, and to all these little, small little examples and you know, things, and uh, you know that I uh, obviously on, on Friday I caught up with a lot of people that I hadn't seen for a few years, and the stories we were telling, you know, Bozo and the laughs we had, it was. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was just amazing, and that was one of his greatest ranks. I bet. Yeah, he will. He will be fondly remembered by a lot, a lot of people, and uh, influenced and touched a, a lot of people um, over, over many, many years. You talk about bonding, and and I was um, I was recounting the other day about New South Wales bonding sessions. Were you part of that camp when Robbie Kearns fell off the horse and did his shoulder in? <laughs> was, were you part no, of I that? Missed, I missed that one. <laughs> no, I had a couple of the years. The previous years when. <laughs> We're going for beers, and we got a, the other day. We we're talking, um, you know, the, going for beers on the Sunday, then the Monday, then mm. catch up and have another beer. Then the Tuesday, mm. forwards would go, the forwards would go to one pub and drink with the punters, and the backs would go to another pub and drink with, and then we'd meet up afterwards. And that was the mm. so I, I missed the, the horse riding bonding sessions. And, no, I'm not much of a horseman, so that was probably a good thing. <laughs> Nor am I. No, I think it's changed a fair bit, Beaver, uh, these days. Um, I think it's it's changed, but no doubt that uh, Freddie and the crew will have will have at some stage uh, over the past day or two uh, had a couple of quiet ales and just uh, set out what they want to achieve. Jake Trebojevic, he's been named up front in number 10 jersey. Do you think he'll he'll play that type of role, or do you reckon they, he may come off the bench? Uh, it's tough to say. Who, who knows? It's um, yeah, obviously Isaiah goes a lock, and they set the play up. Yeah, you know, in the club sides, a little bit mm. similar. Um, yeah, they're, they're the ones sort of going to play that sort of middle forward, ball playing type forward. Um, so I'm sure Jake will do a little bit of that. What Freddie wants to do, whether he wants to start Jake or not, um, but he, he can play eighty minutes. Jake in the middle. Mm. So um, depending on what Freddie wants to do with his rotations, will will depends whether he. Starts with Jake, or maybe starts with him on the bench and and, and brings brings Jake on and then leaves him on. Or um, yeah, depends what um, how is a uh, how how he's going as well. Um, so, so many options, but yeah, yeah. The, the good news is that you've got a front row that can play any minutes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mate, I appreciate you jumping on, Steve. It's good to catch up with you. Before before you go, and I've never asked you this. Everyone probably asked you it. Beaver, where'd that come from? Beaver, so it was Leave It to Beaver, mm. the American sitcom. Yes. Um, literally, um, I was it was on TV when I was playing my junior footy. And yeah, I remember it. First of the case, yeah, it just said, You look like Beaver Cleaver. So then the guy, so Jerry Mathers as the Beaver. So um, <laughs> that, was, that was literally who it is. Actually, a mate. Sent me a photo today. Mm. Happy birthday. The Beavers 73. Jerry Mathers is 73 today. Fair dinkum. There you go. 
Well, there you go. That's, well, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Beaver. Happy birthday. And your birthday is actually the 4th of December, which is the same date my little boy was born, too. I found that out well, recently. There you go. Sagittarius, 4th of December. Absolutely. And uh, he's licking his wounds today down there at Monavale Raiders. I'm the coach of the 13s, of course, at Trebojevic's club. And we had, let me just say, a very tough day at the office. But anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's... it's... We had a buy actually, my son, under 11, Harbour United. I'm one of the coaches. We had a buy this week, so pure netball today. Pure netball. <laughs> All right. Mate, I appreciate you jumping on the line, Steve. Um, and uh, look, yeah, we'll stay in touch, and um, it's always good to talk to you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks, buddy. See you, bud.